Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless. Upgrade your brain, learn anything faster, and unlock your exceptional life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Proud to introduce a very close friend of mine. She's been on the show before. She's a multiple New York Times bestselling author, and her expertise when we're talking about reset is really wealth and finances. How many of you would like to uh, to reset, uh, make a reset in that area? I'd like to introduce to you my friend, and I just have one of her books, of her many books here, Nicole Lappin. Uh, Nicole, are you you here? Yeah. You're Hi. so awesome. I love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um, when we were talking and we had all these requests, I asked people here, we have a thousand people here live on Zoom. We have people watching all of our Facebook pages. Um, we're also, um, and so you're amazing. And you have had, I would imagine with all your clients, uh, with your background in media, you have such a powerful presence with your, I know you have, you have another book coming. You know, you just you 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 birth books like <laughs> no other. I can't, I can't imagine. Um, people are, are concerned birth about. Humans. I just birth books. Yeah, rich hostage, <laughs> becoming superwoman. I just signed a seven book deal. I, last time I was on your show, I I was totally adamant that I was closed for business. I'm like Jim, you know me. Like I'm taking book birth control. I am tying my book tubes. We are donezo. And, you know, whoopsies, just got prego with septuplets. <laughs> so that's happening. Well, I mean, it's so wonderful that you share. You're able to, through your books and through your platform, share incredible, usable, practical knowledge. And, you know, we're talking this theme of this conversation. And I know we only have you for a little amount of time. Uh, they're going to the top of the hour is really um, about resetting. You know, sometimes... People, I mean, I, how many of you want to reboot 2020, <laughs> especially in the area of your wealth and your money? And so, Nicole, where where uh, where do people start? I mean, like, have you seen a year like this before? So, first of all, the place to start is admitting you have a problem. Like a lot of recovery programs, that is always the first step. Uh, and I think we all have problems. Listen, I have more issues than Vogue. So you can't, the only problem you can't fix is the one you ignore. And Diana, I'm reading all of these amazing comments as we're going. Diana just said that she's scared of the numbers. And that's a really good place to start this conversation because so many people and women in particular tell me they're freaked out by the numbers or freaked out by the math of getting their financial life together. And I gotta say that 
all of the numbers, all of the math, like a fifth grader can do. It is the emotional part that is the hardest part of getting our financial life together. It is the enemy between our ears. It's the mean girl or the mean guy inside your head that we have to tell to take several seats. Uh, because yeah, listen, we don't learn this stuff in school, Jim. I mean, we learn how to dissect a frog in some cases or the Pythagorean theorem. Uh, we don't learn how to do a budget or our taxes or a business plan. And that is bananas. But that's also no excuse for burying your head in the sand. You know, I grew up in an immigrant family, super broken home. Like I didn't learn anything about stocks or bonds. Forget about it. Like I didn't have a silver spoon in my mouth. I barely had a spoon of food in my mouth at times growing up. So like if I could do this and I could join the language of money, I got to tell you and everybody listening that I promise you can too. I'm the least likely person to not only get my own financial life together, but be talking to the world about it. I was on CNBC and Bloomberg talking to like the richest, most powerful dudes in the country. Me, the girl who thought her boyfriend in high school was gonna go into gardening when he told me he wanted to be a hedge fund manager. Like me, that girl, if I could do it, I promise you could do it. That's amazing. I, I We had this conversation with people in here about school and how they teach you these things like Pythagorean theorem, uh, but not taxes. Cause there's no like, Pythagorean theorem season, but uh, we're not really prepared. So what would your advice be for everyone that's watching right now? Where do they start? If they feel overwhelmed, if they feel confused, if they feel a little scared, you know, with where, where can we start? Um, so looking at the numbers, not getting over that fear of it. Getting over the fear of the numbers and breaking it down into baby steps. All of my books are 12 step plans, of course, because admitting you have a problem is the first step, but also that anything intimidating broken down into baby steps is much easier to tackle. And I think that when you're starting a reboot for 21, um, I think that a great place to start is to come up with a basic spending plan. I mean, I'm sure you're bringing on folks talking about eating and health and stuff like that. Think about a financial diet in the same way you would think about a regular diet allow yourself small indulgences. Like I argue for the morning latte. So many so-called financial experts and pundits and stuff tell you don't buy a morning latte and that's going to be your ticket to financial freedom. Oh no. Like that is the worst advice I have ever heard ever, ever, ever. Um, that just doesn't make sense to me. You cannot deprive yourself into wealth. That is the wrong advice. Rather, if you allow yourself to come up with a spending plan in the same way as you would come up with an eating plan, it's not a crash diet or a fad thing or whatever's going on. I don't even know. Keto, shmito, paleo, shmaleo. Like, you know, none of that stuff is sustainable. What ends up happening is you end up in the middle of the night Nashing on a big old hunk of chocolate cake because you are so hungry and you are so deprived, right? We have all been there. So when it comes to getting your financial life together, allow yourself the equivalent of a financial Hershey's kiss. Like whatever it is, it doesn't have to be the latte. It could be the mani-pedi, but put that into your budget because what ends up happening, gotta say time and time again, year after year, Jim, people will say, Hey, you know, Nicole, I cut out the morning latte in the beginning of the year, January 1st, no latte, made my own coffee, messed with the filters, did all that stuff. But come April, you know, I was so good that I bought myself a Gucci purse. And I'm like, what? 
if you just would have given yourself a small indulgence every single day, you would have stayed more motivated. You would have stayed more on track. You wouldn't need the Gucci purse. And so a basic uh, allocation for a spending plan would be 70% of your overall take-home pay would go to the essentials. So I break it down into the three E's because I love alliteration. Um, so essentials, end game, and extras. So 70% of what you're bringing in should go to your housing, your food, your transportation, everything that's essential that you need to live on. And then 15% should go to your future self, your future jig, future Diana, your retirement, your investing, your savings, all this stuff that basically you're putting your oxygen mask on first. You have to do that before helping others. Back when we used to see humans in real life and I would go on a plane and you and I would be on planes every week. They don't say that on the plane just for funsies before we take off. It's totally true. You cannot be of service to anyone else if you are crashing and burning yourself. You know, a lot of women in particular will say, well, I want to save for my kids college before I save for my own retirement. Girl, what? Like, that is not helping your kids. If you don't have, if you're eating cat food in retirement and you show up on their couch uh, to live, that is not helping them. Put your oxygen mask on first, 15%. I'll say it again. A few questions have been coming in. So 70% generally, and by the way, like depending on where you live, maybe you don't have transportation. These are general guidelines going to the essentials, 15%, try to aim for that. I know it's hard to the end game. And then 15%, no more than that to the extras. And I think now that we, we don't have, you know, the capability in some cases with the pandemic to even go get the latte or the mani-pedi, you, know, you can bring that percentage down. They're flexible percentages. You know, if, if it's like binging on something on Amazon that nobody needs, uh, then try to keep it in that extras category and know that it's there. So you're not sneaking it. It's above board. This is like, you know, when companies come up with a big budget, then they're allowing themselves for lunches out with clients. You know, they put all of that stuff in there. It's not sneaky, you're accounting for it. So um, yeah, infrared saunas, whatever does it for you. I'm not gonna tell you how to have fun, but when the fun money is done, the party is over. And if you're just starting out, um, you know, I would say kick it old school, take that money out in cash. When the cash is done, it's over. You know, back in the day, I used to swipe, 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 thinking like, oh, I'm gonna do some mental math. I think I'm kind of like in my budget zone. And then it just feels free, right? Especially when, you know, it's Friday night and whatever. Swipe, 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 swipe sometimes doesn't work. So just be really honest with yourself, have good self-awareness of where your shortcomings are, and you can always correct for those. <laughs> I just want to comment on your energy because uh, we're getting it on Facebook, we're getting it on Zoom, and it's infectious. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, super Self-awareness is a superpower. I think everyone should write that down uh, because you have to do an audit. You kind of check in with yourself. I love alliteration, so thank you for that. I tend to, from memory standpoint, as a memory guy. Yes. Oh, I have more if you, you want it. I have F words. I love F words. Okay, let's be very um, careful. Let's be very careful. This is, our, our no, podcast. No, no, it's not those kind of F words, Jim. What are you talking okay. about? Family, finance, and fun. What Family were you fun. thinking? Like, perfect. Those Food. were mine. Food. Food. <laughs> Food you, no, I mean, but coming up with your goals, like all kidding aside, people will say to me, I just want to be a millionaire. Okay? I'm like, cool. 
what do you want to do with that million dollars? Maybe you need more than a million dollars. Maybe you need less than a million dollars. I have no idea. First, figure out the life you want and then reverse engineer to figure out how to get the money to live that life. But first, you have to figure out what those goals are. And I break them down into the three Fs, sometimes four Fs, and that the last one being fitness. And so family finance uh, fund broken down into one, three, five, seven, 10 year increments because it feels more manageable. I used to get so much anxiety when people would ask me like, what do you want to be in 10 years? Or what do you want to do in 20 years? I'm like, ah, I have no idea because I didn't answer the question. Once you answer the question, studies have shown that people who create a cohesive narrative for themselves and their lives are more likely to be successful. So answer the question. It could change. You know, when I first started this, uh, the family goals, year one was like, go on a date. Seriously, that was my goal. I mean, that was it. And so, especially when it comes to family goals, nothing is more time, money, and energy consuming than children. So I don't care if you want 10 kids or 10 cats, just figure it out and account for that. And then you can reverse engineer and figure out how to get the money to live that life. And maybe it's a million dollars, maybe it's not. Well, I love this personal responsibility. I mean, I have this, um, I don't know if people can see it, if they're watching on video, this picture of Stan Lee all the way on the top here. And it just reminds me of uh, this phrase, you know, with great power comes great responsibility and with great responsibility comes great power. I think it's super important when you take responsibility for your finances, for your health, for any area of your life, for learning, you have great uh, power to make things better, but it starts with that ownership. And uh, that's, that's amazing. Nicole, thank you so much. How can people stay in touch with you? How can they find out more about your awesomeness well, please, um, you know, and I think in addition to that, Jim, the last thing I'll say is that, yeah, money is a language like anything else. If we went to China and we didn't speak Chinese, we would be confused uh, until we spoke it. And then it wouldn't be that confusing. The same thing goes with money. We just don't have a Rosetta Stone for this growing up. So that's my goal is to make sure that this conversation is not as intimidating as it feels. Because once you can speak the language of money or Wall Street, then it doesn't feel as intimidating. And so that's the first step. Look at it like a language. Look at it like you're learning any language. Duh, it would be confusing if you didn't speak it. So in the back of all of my books, I have dictionaries. Maybe this is why I'm single because in the back of Rich Bitch, I have uh, a dictionary that you don't need a dictionary to understand about finances. So like short is not the opposite of tall. It's the opposite of long in the financial world. It just means something's going in the pooper. Uh, equity is just a fancy word for stock. Like that's it. It's not that complicated guys, I promise. And so Rich Bitch, if you're just starting out, um, it is a great place to go. Boss Bitch is my second book, Becoming Superwoman that you've held up that you need the real version of. Um, is my third and the money school you can go to the money school.com everyone take a screenshot of this conversation right now whether you're watching on zoom you're watching facebook wherever you have to be watching it tag nicole tag myself and share what do you want them to share in the, in the post because i feel like when you teach it you get to learn it twice but what can they share with their fans their family their friends when they when they repost this this dialogue we're having like one challenge or one idea or something that they're doing, what's one thing they could do? Small, simple step. Small, simple step. A kiss is actually a great simple step is keep it simple, sister. You know, I know that 
we've heard it the other way. I have never talked to my audience that way. Like, keep it simple, sister. Like, it's, it's actually not that complicated. If you're it's just having a conversation before this about a basic asset allocation, and it's just taking your age in bonds is the best way to start. It's, it's, so I'm 36, so I would take 36% in bonds roughly and the rest in stocks if I'm looking into my 401k, which is a great time to do, um, or looking into any other investments that I have. So it is, it's like really keep it simple. You don't have to go into all this complicated stuff. I get so many questions about like Bitcoin and crypto and Forex. Like, no, just index funds and chill, y'all. I want that on a shirt. Index funds and chill. Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of our time, said, that the greatest advice we give is to put your money in low cost uh, S&P 500 index funds, which is basically taking a whole bunch of the S&P 500, which are the biggest 500 stocks. We need so many more sessions, Jim. You asked me for one phrase and I'm going into like this whole uh, monologue about the, the stock market. But yeah, um, index funds and chill or keep it simple, sister. You pick them. And so thinking is good. And then <laughs> yes, thinking is good, but overthinking and wanting to be perfect, it sees all progress. So break it down. Inch by inch is a cinch. Yard by yard is too hard. Check out Nicole on social media. You can tag her, tag myself. Uh, I'll repost some of our favorites. I'll actually send a copy of Nicole's uh, latest book to, uh, to one random person just as a thank you for sharing. And Nicole, thank you for being the superwoman and wearing the cape that you do. Thanks, Jim. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. 
I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour uh, share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.